You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 294 for July 3rd, 2020. This week, we talk about spider bites, unsolved mysteries, basic fonts, drag race, trans people in media, and customizable face masks. So stick around for the The show. show. One, two, three, clap. Joe and I made a bet. Not a bet. Well, we made, made a we, bet. We have an understanding that if either of us has to poop in the middle of the podcast, it's we're going to let it happen. Not like in our desks or whatever. We're going to excuse ourselves. Can you imagine when you said in our desks? Do you remember having those desks in like third grade where the lid of the desk lifted up and that's where you kept your pencils? Yeah. Your papers. Imagine just taking a big old poop in your desk. Honestly, ev- I mean, closing middle- the lid and just walking let someone away. someone else deal with it. Just a nice <laughs> middle school steaming shit right well, in your desk in homeroom or whatever. I'm on I'm on antibiotics. That's why I might poop. Sam's just his normal self. So he I just might had poop. coffee today, so it's running through me. You know? It's going straight through us this week, honey. This has been a week, a week, period. A week. For well, a medicine of For uh, science. For For science. I don't know. I don't but, know. But before we go into your week. Can I just can I mention something about school desks since you since you brought it up? Sure. Yeah, of course. I don't I, the only thing that the last I, I have a specific memory involving desks and it was in it was in middle school. It was Uh-oh. either seventh or eighth grade. I had an iPod touch and this is this was before I had a smartphone, I think. Um, I don't remember what year this was, but I accidentally left my iPod touch in my desk, my homeroom desk. And like, you know, I, I didn't see it for the rest until lunch or th- the rest of the day or whatever, because and there were classes. It was a I had a, a music teacher as my homeroom teacher. And so I left my iPod touch in my desk. And then when I came back at the end of the day, it was gone. So someone swiped it. Which was my fault for leaving it there in the first place. But jokes on them. The only thing on my iPod Touch was like Fruit Ninja and just like shitloads of gay porn. Oh my God. Whoever swiped that iPod Touch probably got, probably saw things they shouldn't have seen in seven years. Wow. Or they they enjoyed it. Or they loved it. Maybe. Or they loved it. But I, I just, I'm just hoping wow. it was someone homophobic who swiped it, and then they looked at it and they're like, "Ew, gross!" And they threw it away. God, I remember iPod Touch. Girl. That was the one that looked like the iPhone. Right. It was just right? a little bit. It was an iPhone without the phone. Right. They, right. I think, do they still make iPod Touches? I think they do for like little kids. Who the fuck uses what's it called? iTunes. Nobody. Get out of I, here, iTunes. I, I. Someone told me. Someone I know still uses iTunes to, like, manage their music. Justin, I was telling you about that. What? Yeah, because it's got all of the smart playlists and stuff. I don't... Oh, right. I'm not 100% sure he does. He still does it. He might have moved on. But he was, like, ride or die. And he's, a, he's an Android PC mm-hmm. guy. But for whatever reason, iTunes sucked him in with the like the smart playlists and the right. ratings it yeah. helped him organize his library i never like i never got the concept of like rating like in itunes you have like a five five star ratings like you could rate a song one to five stars and like if it isn't like a, a four or a five star song why is it in your library why do you have it this that's the t that's right? the t but then also i mean i guess you could use the rating rating system as like i want to always listen to this song or like this song's a Christmas song. Oh, okay. I don't want to listen to it. So you could do it not by how well you like it, but like, All the hey. seasonal songs are one star and then all of the I jams mean, are five stars. That makes sense. I listened to that. When I used to even listen to music, when all I Joe, did was back listen to in four the day. songs. Back in the day when I enjoyed a musical tune or two. <laughs> a jaunty tune. Mm-hmm. A, a slight I jaunt I still only listened. I would latch on to four songs at a time. Listen to them until I hated them. Maybe set one as my ringtone and then move on. Maybe you hate music because you like listen to the same song 35,000 times. And then <laughs> maybe this is the maybe you this know is. What? But now I listen to the same five or six songs and I still like them like that. It doesn't go away anymore. But you're not afraid of like getting sick of these songs eventually since they're the only songs no. you're listening to. OK, no. They're, these are the ones that have stuck and they're the ones that are staying in everything else I'm done with. Okay. Well, it's out. 
They haven't, no one's made any good music since the Stardew Valley soundtrack. So it's over. Success the tea with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we were talking about how shitty your week was. I mean, uh, literally okay. it's every podcast episode. What's happened? Let me you tell know? you. Okay, so I had a telehealth appointment on Monday, just my usual doctor's appointment. And she asked about my anxiety and I was like, sis. Not good. It ain't even at a level I can imagine. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know what? Let's just double your meds. And I was like, sis, that's it. But, you know, with Lexapro, we both take Lexapro. Right. It, It, you know, when you adjust it or you up it or whatever, it can make give you the poops. When I first started taking it, it had the poops for about two weeks. So that was already going against me, increasing mm-hmm. my dose, Um, which it didn't seem, you know, I won't I won't see the results of it until two right, or four takes, weeks in general. Yeah, it takes but a month. the pooping starts. Yeah, you know. immediate poop. Immediate poop. Mm-hmm. Um, So that happened. And then also on Monday, I discovered something had bit my upper thigh on my left leg. Someone tried to and bite your had, pee-pee off. We had gone to the park and, oh, Piggy's got a stroller. He has been all over this city, first of all. Um, and by all over this city, I mean like within about three blocks. So basically but it's all further, over the city. Well, it's further than he's ever been able to go because he can't because he gets overheated in the summer and he's got a bad leg. He just sits in that stroller and smiles at every single person who walks past. I just imagine he has one of those like baby bonnets from like 1886 on. <laughs> I don't tempt me because it would just complete the moment for me right now. And it's we can wheel him to the grocery store. He stays outside with me. I give him water. We wait for Justin. Justin will bring him a treat and me a treat. And we can put the groceries underneath the stroller. There's a little basket. Mm-hmm. And it's just the perfect thing. But anyway, we just feeding time both with, of you dog treats. Yeah, exactly. We both just wait. Um no, but went to the park. We had sat down for a while with Piggy. And I, we get home later that evening. I noticed something's bit my leg. I start Googling like different types of bug bites. It wasn't mosquito. It's like cancer. it wasn't an insect. Well, I was, I was afraid it was a poisonous spider, you know, like oh. a brown recluse or a black widow or something. It, it was I a tarantula like, that ran up your leg. Yeah. Well, one of them was, you know, there were some I could obviously rule out like tarantula. Right. Um, Everything in Australia probably didn't right. bite you. Right. Basically, in our section of America, there's like two things. Black Widow, Brown Recluse. Brown Recluse, yeah. Um, And they were like, the internet was like, you'd feel pain, you know, right off the bat. But even non-venomous spiders can cause something really bad to happen or you can have an allergic reaction. So I took pictures of it, as you do. Ooh. Are you going to post post those uh, uh, upper upper thigh pictures to our Patreon? No, my balls are like in the corner of them. If, I mean, and that's not cute. And that's why that's we have to angle. make it Patreon exclusive, you know? Do you know, okay, going circling to nudes. Do, I do not understand when people take nudes with the flash on. Because I had to take these with the flash on to like expose the area that was red, you know? Yeah, and it makes you um, look like you have corpse skin. It look You look like you're dead. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like, oh, wow, I, don't, I, I took these at the morgue. Look, yeah, like when you take things in natural indoor unnatural indoor light you know mm. it kind of like gives you this warmth whereas right. like the flash is bright white like overexposed it was, it was they're not cute pictures no one wants but, to see that right you know i i could see the red you can see the mark where the something bit me and then <laughs> growing out from that the, all the skin was turning red and like scaly so it was irritated, obviously, yeah. So it was it was itching like hell. It didn't hurt. So I kept taking pictures of it Tuesday and Wednesday. And then yesterday, um, I I thank you, Sam, first of all, for waiting till Friday to record this because I went to urgent care yesterday. Just uh, another week for Joe. It had like doubled in size. Mm. Uh, went to urgent care, spent like two or three hours there because um, it was so busy, of course. Right. Uh, she said it was... Yeah, most likely a bite, which has caused cellulitis, which is like when bacteria gets in there and it grows, you mm. know. So gave me antibiotics, said I wasn't going to die. Uh, how unfortunate. We pick up my prescription on the antibiotics now. But it was, I was scared. Like when you see something on you that's not getting better and it's like creeping towards your balls at the same time. It, you get a little like, nervous. You get a little nervous. You get a little, you get a little sweaty. Mm-hmm. Honey, 
And so I was, you know, and she got out a, um, you know, a surgery markers, like when you get plastic surgery or any kind of surgery, they draw like what they're going to do. Is that what they're called? You? Surgery marker? I just imagine. I just That's imagined. what she called it. Wow. I mean, it was just like a washable. It's just like a, I mean, she could have got a Crayola marker for all I fucking know. Right. You know? Yeah. But start she, drawing smiley faces near your balls. Yeah, that makes sense. She drew the border of it, mm-hmm. like drew around the border. And she was like, if it gets to here, that's fine. But if it gets to here, you got to cut off back. your balls. And I was like, oh, sis. Okay. Sis. So obviously something so that bit you, it potentially is infectious, which is why they give you antibiotics. But you obviously had a reaction to it, which was why it was growing. Right. So I had some sort of weird reaction to this spider bite. It got infected. Bacteria. I'm not going to die. Probably. Probably. Well, that's but what you get for, scary. I was... for letting mysterious creatures do your your lady bits. Do you know what it is? I used to never wear shorts until I moved here to D.C. It's just it's 96 today. Well, it's way I'm, too yeah. fucking hot. It's I muggy. would wear shorts, too, if it was, you know, 100 percent humidity and 96 degrees. And I had it's to go awful. outside. So I wear, obviously, children's shorts from Target. Mm-hmm. And because that's the only way I can get like short shorts. I need right. like, right. Shorts, and but so make it gay. It's the trend, you know, the short shorts. And mm-hmm. I just know that spider just snuggled on up there, got trapped in my underwear and just had a, you know, Tried a, to wild, its had way a party, out. had mm-hmm. a party. Well, I'm sorry that um, I don't even know what I'm ap- apologizing for. I'm glad you're alive. <laughs> Uh, you should just apologize. I don't remember the last time I was bit by anything that wasn't like like a mosquito or something. I mean, I don't go outside. I don't bee have stings? very. I haven't been stung by a bee in like ten years. Um, I've never been stung by a bee or a wasp. Right, we've talked about this. I I yeah. got stung like three times in a year, and I never got stung again. And it was when I was young. I was like seven or eight. They um, said no more. They had one taste of you. And they were like, Mm-mm, yeah, word we're warning everyone else not to honey. touch this this gay gay wad. Word got around the hive, honey. They said, no, not worth the death. Yeah, not worth it. Mm-mm. Yeah, he taste, tasted like sad. Anyway, congratulations for, I'm sure, do they know you by name at the urgent care yet? You know, They just have I a, recognize a room the- always reserved for you. Bring out the red <laughs> I, carpet. I recognize all their faces now. And, but, and also, when... You know, when you're a returning patient, they see everything you've been in there for. And right. so At least when they, they have print a record. Out, well, when they print out like, hey, this is what you, you know, like a summary of your visit or whatever. It says all the prescriptions they've given you in the past, too. And there were like 10. Right. And I was just like, sis. So they know, you know, they know. The struggle. But that's what you got to do. Because the regular clinic next door. First of all, you can't. It's hard to get a doctor's appointment right now. Second of all, I don't think I could have waited. I think this was going to spread a lot. Right. So I had to go to urgent care. Didn't want to go to the ER. They're crowded mm-hmm. enough. Right. Um, yeah. You definitely don't want to go to the ER. No. For right, right now, especially. Right now. Yeah. So, and, and the doctor that's right beside them doesn't accept my insurance. So, of course, I'm going to go to urgent care all the time. I'm going to wow. wait till it gets awful because the doctor doesn't accept my insurance. So America. I'm going to wait till it gets bad enough for yeah. where I think I'm dying. So that's the T. That's the T. So you're you're um, you, I mean, you have a GP, right? That's why you were you were telehealthing your your um, general practitioner before all this. Right. Well, yeah, it was another doctor. But yeah. OK, is is it is it a GP or is it your is it a separate doctor? Is it like a psychiatrist? It's a specialty. That's... It's my specialty doctor. OK, do you have a GP or do you just I like... do? But she's for one, she's like downtown. So, okay, so I, I can walk there. Well, no, I can walk there, but they're doing in person. And you don't stuff. you don't want to do that. I don't want to do an in person because, well, wait, are you talking about for my meds or for the well, spider bite? Just for in general, like for your general um, doctor. Yeah, doing... I do. I do have one that takes my insurance, but you can't get an appointment. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Apparently, like I'm in a really lucky situation where my GP has walk-ins for um, existing patients. And so... Oh, well, that's like basically urgent care. Right. It's urgent care, but it's like I get to see my primary physician, which is really nice. Mm. I don't... And they already have everything on file or whatever. Like, they know me. And so that's really nice. But apparently that's that's pretty rare. Oh, America. Well, I remember in, you know, the town I grew up in, Arkansas, you could call the doctor and get a same-day appointment. Right, you go down to the but local shaman in Arkansas and, you know. It's not, well, I wouldn't call him a shaman. He was 
a religious cult leader. Though. I don't know. He, he very much like just prayed away. Writing Joe. prescription. <laughs> oh, okay. He, Script doctor. Uh, but no, you could always get one. But that's not the case here. You gotta go online, go through their scheduler for about twenty right. minutes until that you realize the scheduler online doesn't work, and then you gotta call them. <laughs> Like it's not, it's not fucking fun. Um, um, I have a uh, an ER story that happened to me over the past few weeks. Oh yeah, emergency room. It wasn't me though. So I was, I was oh. working. Um, I was about a, to a, say, I feel like I should have known about this. right. Oh my god, imagine if I like, I mean, me <laughs> having something happen that wasn't like in my daily routine and me not talking about it. Like you would have heard about this by now. Oh right. Um, because nothing interesting happens in my life, except for this, apparently, that I didn't talk about. So we have a good friend, um, that, uh, just moved into a new apartment and, um, I was helping her over the past couple of weeks and helped her move in and stuff. And she was, she's been great. And then my, she's a friend of both my roommate and I, and she called up my roommate while I was working. Um, and she was like, Hey, I need someone to drive me to urgent care. And she was like, my roommate was like, well, I have to go to work right now. So I'm going to hand you off to Sam because Sam's working from home and he can probably handle this. And so I was like, hey, what's up? And she's like, hey, I need to go to urgent care because I think I have a UTI and I it's gotten worse over the past day and I can barely move and because it's hurt so much. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, let me rush over right now. So I rushed over and she's like, she's crying because of how much she's in pain i've never experienced a uti before i don't think probably because that i don't ever have sex and isn't it like way more common for people who have vaginas to have utis because things are going in I and think out of it so. well yeah because there's less room for bacteria to travel i think right and so that's probably why so i've never had a uti so i don't know how it feels but like it was it looked horrible. She could barely talk to me because she was in so much pain. She was like, if this is anything like childbirth, I want to get my uterus removed. Like she was in in a state. And we redirected from the urgent care to the emergency room at the hospital. And it's like, you know, it's it's middle of June peak COVID season. Like we go in, they like take our temperatures with the little, you know, thing the infrared thermometer on her foreheads and everyone has masks on. We had masks on, which was good. And they got her in. And then I left because it's like, I'm not going to stick around in, in an emergency room with like people when I cannot do that. So I said, call right. me. And so about an hour later, she's like, Hey, I got a morphine drip and I have a kidney infection because it was a UTI oh that like, went up into my kidneys. And I'm like, damn, like how long do you have a UTI? Because she said it only was like hurting. It was only really bothering her like 24 hours ago and then it wasn't getting better. It was progressively getting worse. But if you have a UTI, like doesn't it only go to your kidneys when it's like been there for a while? Like it hasn't I been think, treated? Okay. I don't have a lot of, ex- I've had a UTI before. Okay. And um, we're both medical professionals, obviously. So can't you like get... But I was dehydrated. And mm. so I went to the ER and they were like, oh, you've got a UTI. Probably from something to have to do with beha- being dehydrated. Yeah, you're shriveled up any, a little raisin. I didn't have any symptoms of it. Oh. I, didn't, I ex- wasn't experiencing any discomfort any pain? in my wee-wee How did they figure anything. out that you had a UTI? I think they gave, they took a urine sample. Oh, and they're like, I don't this remember. is infected, I, this sweaty. Is, they were like, we got to get some, we got to get you some. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. I, it was, it was in Arkansas. So it was a long time ago at did. this point. Right. And, you know, I, I don't remember having any symptoms of it. I was just feeling really sick and dehydrated, which Ugh, could or could have been related or not related. I don't know. I've been dehydrated for 32 years. I so. mean, yeah, if that's probably the most true thing you've ever said on this podcast. I don't know much sense. about UTIs. Well, she she was at the hospital and then like, you know, two hours later, she texts me. She's like, hey, I'm ready to go. I'm high on morphine. They gave me some antibiotics for my kidney infection because she was like she was giving me updates while she was there. She got her IV. So she was, you know, she could actually think because she wasn't in pain. Um, And then they were like, they they think I might have kidney stones. So they're going to do an ultrasound of my kidneys. Thankfully, she didn't have any kidney stones because like that sounds horrifying. Um, So, yeah, apparently it was just a UTI that got bad enough to infect your kidneys. And she's been getting she was getting boned recently, like newly. She had like a, a partner or whatever. So maybe that had something to do with it. Because aren't you more susceptible to getting UTIs if you're like having sex often or something? If you're this, like, I don't know. This is fake. We are fake news in it. I don't know. 
I don't. Well, maybe we're truth news in it. I don't I know. Thought I, I, I don't thought nothing I heard about UTIs. Somewhere. I don't know. Well, let's and, just type it. Let's just Google it. And you get UTI from sex. You can get a UTI from having sex. Hey. Yeah. There you go. Dr. Ravioli. Thrust bacteria up the urethra and into the bladder. Doesn't that sound great? Honey, shove it up. Shove it up. Anyway, that was that was a lot of excitement for one day for me. Something out of my out of my usual schedule happened. And so it was very interesting. But she's fine now. She went home. She when was this? This was like two weeks ago. Um, I don't know why I didn't talk about it in the podcast a couple weeks ago. But anyway, so she's fine now. She took her meds. Um, She doesn't have a UTI anymore. But I was just surprised that she had a kidney infection because I thought that those only happened when a UTI was brewing for a while and didn't sound like that she was hurting until like a day before she went in. So anyway, has anyone, what are your experiences with UTIs and kidney infections? Hit me up. Not Joe, though. He doesn't want to hear this. No, I don't want to know. Hit me up on Twitter. It's... if I read about it, I'm going to get one. I'm going right. to have one. Joe's Do you know gonna, what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's like a, by proxy. I'm going to WebMD this, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to know that I have one. Exactly. Isn't that how it happens? You know? That's how the sp- I Google. I have seen so many spiders and spider bites this past week online. You've seen them all. I've seen them all. And, now and I know that I don't have anywhere close to the worst one, but I feel like if I had waited... It could have. And now anything, anytime, uh, like anything brushes up against your leg, you're going to be like, oh, spider. I've seen a lot of like, you know, those tiny ones that are like smaller than a fourth of your pinky nail, you know? Sure. I said, you've never seen the like teensy tiny little spiders? I mean, I have like the little babies, but are I haven't seen them in a while. I don't Probably. I've seen a couple around the area the past what, few days. What, like outside or inside? One was in the bathtub. Oh, I peeped a small one. Um, it was I peeping you. These, I don't know what those. I know they're all after the D now. <laughs> they that one got close and and word got out, honey. Well, no, it got up there and it was like, Mm-mm, and then tried to run away. <laughs> That's it what tried happened. To run away, got partially smashed and right bit well, me in death. I'm glad that your 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 pee pee isn't gonna fall off or whatever. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> hopefully, I'll be fine and. So, of course, the week's worth of antibiotics. Um, but here's oh, the, a, the, oh. the whole reason why you were going to talk about this is because the antibiotics are also giving you the shits. That's where we were going. The well, past they haven't yet. Minutes. They haven't yet. I'm on day one. So there's a potential. I've been rumbly. I feel like it's safe to assume, Joe. I hope so. And I'm taking other meds that like I can't take Pepto-Bismol for like a certain amount of hours after them. Let me tell you, I went on the drug interaction checker, which I have bookmarked, first of all. Girl, because I and your, I was like, body. there were like seven things I had to put in to see if they interacted. Because <laughs> the doctor was like, you know, you know, maybe consider some Zyrtex and Benadryl, some Tylenol. And I was like, let me tell you all check, the things check. I can't take. Well, right. Well, for that, because they interact with other <laughs> things I'm taking. But then I was whenever I take two drugs together, I always fucking drugs.com interaction checker, you know. Mm-hmm. Because you're responsible. You just don't fuck with that. Yeah. I was doing or, the same you know, thing. I guess for you my... could call your doctor. Right. I was doing the same thing when I was, oh, this was like six months ago when I was over helping take care of my like decrepit 99-year-old grandfather because he has so many drugs that are prescribed to him now to like keep him comfortable while he slowly passes away over like the, the next two years or whatever the fuck. Um, and so he, you know, has like a bunch of like anti-anxiety meds and he has stuff for his UTI and other things for like Parkinson's, like early onset Alzheimer's. Anyway, so like I put all that into drugs.com and everything interacts with everything else. So I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Have a fun trip. You know, what <laughs> I mean, would I would you when rather me not give it your meds? When did this podcast turn into, I feel like this podcast is for like, I don't know. We we suddenly hit a certain age and all we talk about is our medical problems. Girl. Yeah. Girl. Isn't that what being an adult is? Just like talking about all the, the pills that you take in order to stay alive? I don't know. I definitely talk about it more than I used to. But well, anyway, honey, I'm moving di- on. Your diet, 50% pills. I mean, honey. Someone has to how do, do you th- it. How do you think I get this figure? Right. Exactly, honey. Thin is thin. <laughs> I can't wait for a food pill. That's the real tea. But anyway, um... <laughs> My, okay, face masks. Let's talk about them. Have you seen all of the companies that are making, uh, they print your face, your bottom half of your face on the mask? Yes, and it's terrifying and I hate it. 
Well, I've there's several companies that are doing that right now. That's the latest trend in face mm-hmm. masks because face masks have a trend right now, right. which is good. Which and they is, should. I hope and that you it should stays. be wearing it. You should have wearing it over your nose. You should wear it over your mouth. You should not wear it under your chin. Right. Um. But this led me down a hole of like all of the different sites that are doing it, the companies that are doing it. There's one called, let's see, Maskalike, which you can't even buy from now. It says like join the wait list for our launch. And, but wow. they were selling. Um. They, okay. Do you know who's the guy? Harold. Hide the pain. Harold. That meme. Who? You know this guy. H- type into Google right now. Hide the pain, Harold. And it's that guy. Oh, with the yeah, white yeah. Is hair. It, isn't he from like Norway? Hungary. He's from Hungary. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know where he's from, but you know, he's a meme and they always use him when you're yes. like hiding your pain or whatever. Yes, yes. So yes, they yes. made, they're making like meme versions. So half of, bottom half of his face is one. His like awkward um, smile. Yeah. They've got one that just says like Getty images on it. So you basically <laughs> you watermark your face. You that's know. funny. That's funny. I li- I do like that one. I think that one's clever. I don't think I would want someone else's. It's too eerie. Yeah, um, I just imagine like like partners getting like the, each other's bottom faces as face masks, and then they like have the top half of their face be their face, and the bottom half of their face be their partners. Honey, there are already like gay couples. I can't tell the difference. Girl, which one is which? Yeah, are they brothers I, or are they a gay couple? Who knows? That is the question, always. Ugh, um, so sad. But then there are there are some sh- sites where like like I don't know how much those are going to be. Uh, there's also uh, face ID masks, which prints your face on an you know the N95 masks, the mm-hmm. ones that really do whatever. Um, and you can use it with your face ID then to unlock your phone. Oh, interesting. So you don't have to, like Justin was saying this the other day. It is something I didn't consider because I don't have face. I do fingerprint on my phone. Right. So he was talking about trying to unlock his phone while we were out. And, you know, you don't want to keep pulling your mask down. So right. this helps with that. It still will unlock your phone. That makes sense. That's a good idea. Yeah, because it's, you know, it's technically a 3D image, which I don't think it takes much to fool face ID at this exact moment in time. Right. But it's not um, too technical. There are sites, I've seen sites you can get this done for like seven bucks. Like, oh my God. It's usually like 20, but I've seen one site that has it on sale for like seven right now to get it printed. I don't know how much shipping is, but I don't imagine it would cost more than 15 or so. Right. We're at a time um, and place now, like at the beginning of the pandemic, face masks were like like gold. And now so many people are making face masks that like the price of face masks in general has gone down, which I think is good. So people can have access to them. You know, there isn't like right. a shortage as much anymore, at least where I'm living. Like I'm seeing face masks, like disposable face masks in the supermarket now. Like I'm seeing them on shelves, um, which is good because, you know, people need them. People should be fucking wearing them, even though they're not because you're idiots. There are also, I mean, there are live, laugh, love ones. Oh, girl. There, you can get a custom, you can get, who's who's the girl from Frozen? Uh, Elsa? Elsa. You can get Elsa printed on it with For like your name under it and whatever that quirky font is they use everywhere. You know, yeah, for the kids. They come in nice. kids sizes. I just so, bought two face masks the other day my roommate is very um in tune with kind of like the art community on twitter like fan art community and like deviant art anyway she there's an artist that she follows apparently society six is like doing some sort which is like a a, like a, a online pattern company they they sell different things it's like a it's like a merch store society six right you upload your designs right right and so they're doing some sort of promotion where they're like they have a discount on making face masks with different artists um patterns and so there was an artist i think that was in like brazil or whatever that makes really cute um like pokemon patterns and so there were some really cute pokemon themed face masks that we got and so she got two and i got two and we they arrived today and they're very cute um and so, yeah, I feel like, you know, face mask fashion is becoming a thing. I'm honestly, Joe and I have talked about this. Face masks have been a thing in East Asian countries for years and years and years. It's about protecting other people and protecting yourself. And it's like, I hope this sticks. Like, I obviously I don't hope I don't hope the pandemic continues, you know, f- for any much longer than it is currently. But I hope that the the normalization of wearing a face mask in public is like a thing, like it continues to be a thing in Western countries because I feel like it it's 
really, it's good. It's a good thing to normalize wearing face masks because it helps spread of disease when you're sick. And that's important for the people around you when you're in public. Anyway, I I would love that, too. I think Americans are too selfish mm-hmm. to do this. And it's right. so fucking obvious from the numbers right oh, now. Yeah. That yeah, fr- just from the, the American mindset is killing us. Right. We just wear your fucking mask. It's not a political issue. It is, there, is there's an something... issue of just like, do you care about someone else or do you not? Right. It's you know? the em- empathy. It's it's the empathy factor of like it's caring empathy. about anything other than yourself, like caring about other people in any capacity at all. Um, I don't know. I don't remember if it was us that was that were talking about this a couple of weeks ago or if it was when I was talking to someone else. But someone brought to my attention this kind of like this thing about in the in America, at least from an American perspective, the thing about men wearing masks, it's like a masculinity complex with a bunch of with people like a lot of guys. Oh, yeah, don't, I was telling you. Yeah, yeah. It, this this concept of like guys not wanting to wear a mask because it's like effeminate or like I don't understand this at all. I don't like, understand it either. I don't. I don't understand. But when you go out, a lot of the people not wearing the masks are, are men are men. And you, it's just mind blowing. Yeah, it blows confusing. my fucking mind. I think it's like this: I'm tougher than this virus. Right. It's like the, the virus doesn't care how much testosterone you have in no, your system. No, the, the virus. This is not a dick measuring contest with a virus. This right. is a you're gonna get the virus, and something bad's gonna happen. Truly, you is know? the Darwin Awards with these people? Wear your but mask. There are, Wear your mask. And like, if you need to make it a fashion statement, all all our masks are just black right now. But I I think they're cute. And I am I, I want to get some cute ones, too. Like, right. if that helps you wear it, do whatever you need to do, sis. Yeah, like, like get a can, camo mask, whatever the fuck you need to do in order to wear a mask. There are all of these sites where you can, like, customize your own, like, put clip art on it, put your favorite photos on it. Right. You know. Pictures make of your family. Cute. I don't make know. Make it work. Yeah. A gaping butthole. That would be fun. Literally. It, I'm sure honey, some gay's that, done it. That's what my mouth already is. Mm. Yeah, because of all the shit that you spew mouths, out every week. Aren't all mouths just a gaping butthole? I mean, you have two gaping buttholes that talk for an hour every week now. So, you know. it's They're connected. Wow. Really makes the you think. Really makes you think. <laughs> anyway. That's your, what's that, what's that system called? Digestive system? Digestive, the human centipede system. There you go. Honey, Joe and I are just human centipedes. I'm going to get one that says dog dad. In like glittery, like word (laughs) art. In like the most basic ass Karen font I can find. Oh my God. Papyrus. (laughs) Papyrus. (laughs) That's not even glittery. You know that that cursive one that is on every single thing at Target in the dollar section. Oh yeah. That fucking cursive font. I know the name of it too, because here's the tea. I haven't told anyone about this. I knew about this font before everybody else did. Are you saying you were the first Karen before all the other Karens? I didn't use it, though. But you just knew of it. I knew about this font because I surf font websites. Mm -hmm. And I had used it for something that I, like, wasn't ever going to use elsewhere or whatever. And then, like, that's why I know what it's called is now it's everywhere. Because it is the font that is everywhere. Well, spit it out, Joe. What's it called? Hold on. I have to open up Photoshop to get it for you. <laughs> Watch Joe's computer crash. <laughs> I hope it does. No, but I... Let me see. Let me see if I can even find it now. I think it's this one. M- master... Hold on. I love a master. master. of Break? Is it this one? Master of Break me. font. I'll look at it, bfonts.com if it'll open. Master of Break Oh, font. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me send this to you so you don't have to look it. Okay, because yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to type anything in Photoshop right now. That's yeah, this, it. This is the one. That Master, is at least one of them. Master that of is being Break used. is the If font. you go in Target, you see that on It's always on like coffee wooden mugs. plaques. You, you see it on basic wooden plaques. Live what are you going to do with this wooden plaque? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Some people just hang wood in their house. Yeah, in like the shape of a it. cross. I don't understand that. Uh, there's another one called Bramble Fet. Bramble? I feel I feel like that's another one. Bramble? Bramble? What's what's Bramble? Oh, like know. bushes? Yeah, like brambles. I love how like when you pull up this font, it says "Be unique." 
yeah, every <laughs> other thing you're going to be doing when you use this spot. <sighs> well, anyway, well, why did you bring that up? <laughs> no why? fucking idea. We oh, we were talking about. Up? I was going to make a dog dog dad face mask. Oh dog yeah, dad. with that that makes sense. Ju- I got Justin a cap that says dog dad. I don't know why he keeps you around, but you know. Let me tell you, the moment I first saw him pushing Piggy in that stroller, I knew he was locked down. Your ovaries were starting to grow. You know, <laughs> I like, knew this I had is the one for me. Line and sinker, honey. God, did you ever <laughs> ask you a him man like who you can make push your dog in a stroller? <laughs> truly, wow, what an image. <laughs> he, lo- he loves it too. He loves it too. This is the society the liberals want. You know, two gays, you know, pushing their dog in a stroller. I'm I waiting for that be, bonnet. You better buy him a bonnet. I better be in the next life a gay couple's dog. Like that's it's the, what you that's no, heaven. That it, is heaven. Yeah, you you would be you know exactly like Piggy with a shitload of health problems, a bum leg, allergies. <laughs> you're allergic to yourself. You <laughs> that is you, you. My leg was hurting so bad yesterday, and it's the same leg that Piggy's got bad. And I was like, sis. What's that thing? I can't when even. You, like, when I you, look in the mirror. I can't even tell us the part anymore. What's that? That like mental or it's like a psychological condition where you like you emulate pain from other people that you see. Oh, I don't know. I've never heard of that. Well, whatever I know it's the called, one where it's like what you, you have. I know the one. That's true. But uh, <laughs> I know the one where you like you inflict pain on others, like Masochism? poison them. So that you can take no, so you can like take care of them. You can, oh, like, um, Munchausen by proxy. Oh, okay, that's that one where you know. I you know like, that because I've seen many a documentary on Munchausen by proxy syndrome. Because you know, normal. Did things. you did you ever used to watch Unsolved Mysteries? Um, I okay, it was one of the shows that I would watch when I was at my parents' house, like over Christmas break. Um, because they have cable and I didn't. But someone, I don't know what it is. I've had like two or three people on my Twitter account say, oh my God, Unsolved Mysteries got rebooted on Netflix. Yeah, it's back. I'm happy for it's everyone. Back, Honestly, I don't have any problems with that. Are you watching it? No, I just watched the first episode today. Is it as and trashy it like, as, and good as it was on network it's TV? It's not really. It, so, okay, I remember, I don't know what the rest of the episodes are like. The first one was like a legit cold case. Though it was like, hey, this guy didn't commit suicide, but they're calling it a suicide, you know, and they interviewed all the family. Um, It's something that you could definitely be made into like a a a a true crime documentary, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was, you know, compacted into one episode. But then, of course, there are also the episodes that are like alien abductions, UFOs. The one that sticks out to me was in like 1995, 1996. I remember this; it scarred me to this day. There was a chupacabra episode. Honey, what, what's that again? That's the thing in um, Mexico and southern United States kills goats, sucks their blood. Goats, honey, cows, honey, if that have me, you. don't know if it's an alien, don't know if it's a dog, you know, but they had like these they had d- the dramatic reenactments, obviously. And so they showed this creature with red glowing eyes in the dark. Because they said it has like red glowing so eyes. So that's that's how you're getting your money. They and they hire it, you to reenact being the chupacabra on me? unsolved mysteries. First of all, I don't wear my circle lenses anymore. <laughs> second of all, <laughs> cannot second confirm all, nor deny. When second I did. of all, I'm on I'm under an NDA, so I cannot confirm <laughs> nor deny. Um, but the place where they showed it looked so much like our backyard in the woods in Arkansas. So every single fucking night, like no matter if I came home late, I could not look over there because all I would think I was going to see were those red glowing eyes. And the theme song like haunted me. I love that. But now that I'm, I love that stuff now. Right. Um, Things that creeped so, you out as a kid or you, then you're a little more right, adult now. Right. And uh, so it's, yeah, it's back on Netflix. And apparently it's been rebooted several times. I had no idea. It was on Lifetime at one point. I feel Spike it's TV. like TV. Unsolved Mysteries is one of those things where like, it's it. I feel like it's everlasting because there's always little urban myths like it doesn't take much like you don't need like a really solid like they could make shit up and put it on Unsolved Mysteries and people would watch it me included like I feel like it's easy content to create that's why there's so many YouTube channels that are like creepy mysteries or like unsolved right. murders it's like I follow right a couple and I love it I fall asleep to that shit it's super nice yeah I it's people love a good mystery well and at the end, they always put, like, if you have any information, contact, contact blah, 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 number. blah, blah. 
Yeah, well, it used to feel like it used to be a number. Now it's like, go to this website. Right, right. Oh, my God. But, um... Well, Funny. one of these days, I mean, I'm surprised that, that that the Chupacabra or whatever didn't try to suck your blood, Disney goat one. Disney horse one. I don't know if it kills horses. Oh, yeah. Maybe you were safe. You were just a little petrified when um, you were living in Arkansas. But, okay, so it's from executive producer Sean Levy. I don't know who, I don't know who that is, but it says Stranger Things executive producer. And oh, his company. interesting. So maybe that's like, it kind of fits into... An IRL version of, you know, Stranger Things. But it, I mean, it's obviously not. Interesting. So you said um, you've watched the first episode? Yes. I think the first six episodes are available now. Nice. I um, might have to check that then, out when I'm bored or whatever. And then, yeah. And then there's going to be six more. They didn't say when, I think. Oh, my God. And that isn't your favorite thing? No. Listen, oh this week has only been highs, good highs, stroller, um, I don't know. That's it. Just a stroller. A stroller at Soft Mysteries, my favorite thing. <laughs> and then super lows. Did my taxes. Got a oh spider my God. bot. Congratulations on doing your taxes. I, I did mine a while ago, but I just like, I I submitted the um, deposit or, or let the IRS take the money out of my account button. And so now I'm ready for them to take my money on the 15th. So Yeah. I just, I got to see Donald Trump's taxes. <laughs> Honey, don't we all? I got to tell you, I need to see him. We need, need to, to see know. it. I need to know. Because if he doesn't pay as much taxes as I do, I need to know. Then you deserve to be president of the United States. <laughs> That's how that <laughs> works, it, right? It upsets me so much that billionaires probably pay less than, might even get a fucking re- rebate, rebate, return, Refund? whatever. Refund. There That's you the go. Uh, and that, you know, I I pay what I owe every year because I'm self-employed and I accept that. I accept right. that. You're a responsible American I'm citizen. Have You're to paying pay. your dues. Right. And it just annoys the shit out of me that some people game end the up in the 1%. Yeah. Can game uh. the system and that there are laws written specially for them. And oh, it's a preach to the choir, money, sis. It does hurt when you see that money go. Like it's not a small sum and it hurts. But I feel but I'm never like the only thing that upsets me about it is that billionaires aren't paying as much. You right. know? They aren't paying their fair and share. That's what gets me. Yeah. Talking about taxes in a podcast, well, we really are adults. Just medical history oh my and taxes. God. We've talked about our pills, we've talked about our doctor visits, taking friends to the hospital, taxes, honey. Do you have a cheese of the week? It's cheese of the week. Um, oh my god. So we've been watching, we watch Epicurious, their mm-hmm. YouTube channel, and they do these like an expert uh, tries all of these things and guesses which one's more expensive. And so there's a cheese one, too. There's a I, cheese lady. I've watched both of the cheese videos. Yes. Yeah, multiple times. Multiple times. I love her. I followed her. OK, I I am so emotional about her. And I'm so emotional about those videos because they're so good. What is her name again? I don't know. But she has the exact haircut in the second video that every single girl in my high school had. Right. It's like the feathered razor tip thing. I love it. Absolutely living for it. Her name is Liz Thorpe. And she's a cheese expert. I almost bought her book about cheese. She she's. All their experts are pretty good. Like we've watched several of them, but hers are just like to the point. She tells you exactly why this she cheese is the way it is. On. It is so good. So um, she's helped me realize the difference between some of the cheeses that I purchase. She talks about the crystals, the amino acids that are mm-hmm. in my cheddar, my Black Diamond Five Year Reserve Limited wow. Edition. Vintage. She knows. She knows. I love I'd like those to videos. See her taste that. Yeah, they're really good. Um, That's my cheese of the week. That's a good cheese of the week, a professional cheese taster. Yeah, if you go to YouTube and you type in like expert cheese taster, the top two results are from Epicurious. And they're two different. um, If you haven't seen these videos, they're like, um, she has like an an A cheese and a B cheese. And she talks about the difference. And then she um, she tastes them. And then she guesses which one is more expensive. Um, I mean, it's not always her. She only has two videos, but they do this with like a bunch of different things. There's one about meat. There's stuff about bread. There's one about like different types there's of There's a like chocolate one. Mustard. There's a coffee one. Yeah. Yeah. But hers are my favorite. I wish I she could have a whole, she could do 
multiple, she could do like 10 videos of her just tasting cheese and talking about it and I'd watch it. So like she could read the fucking phone book and I would probably engage with it. Um, but that's a really good cheese of the week. Oh my God. I love her. I'm so glad you like She's discovered her and brought her up. Um, I have a cheese of the week this week. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. My cheese of the week, my cheese of the week is Drag Race because Joe's not going to watch it. We, we oh, discussed this. I'm not going to talk about it. I thought <laughs> Sammy could do... You used to talk about it on your own. Right, I did. And I, I, I might talk about it again. Um, uh, Just All Stars has been really good, but I think... Today, the day we're recording this, I'll probably publish this on Friday because I have nothing better to do today, so I'll probably edit it. Canada's Drag Race, the first episode of Canada's Drag Race aired, and I really enjoy it. Um, it's it's messy, and it's kind of like low budget. Like It reminds me of seasons four or seasons five in regular RuPaul's Drag Race. It has the budget of season four with the camera work of season one minus the filter. So it's like just scrappy enough where it's like, it's kind of cute, um, but it's not, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Although the judges were pretty harsh on the, the first episode, but I'm really loving all the queens. Um, I think I really like Scarlet Bobo a lot. And then I don't remember the person's name who's like the... Um, like the mime that came in as like the mime um, who was high in the first episode. Like not like high from weed, like in the high, in, in the almost top, like in the top mm. three or whatever. Anyway, so Canada's Drag Race is really fun. I'm enjoying that a lot. Um, I never watched all of Drag Race UK, so I have no, I can't really compare it to that. I watched like the first couple episodes then I dropped off. I need to watch it all the way. I, I'll do it eventually. All Stars 5 is fun because all the queens are super polished, obviously. Um, I'm rooting for Shea Coulee because I love Shea Coulee and she is like so polished and amazing and incredible and et cetera, et cetera. I'm obviously sad Angina went home because... I love Angina and she's a little angel and she's like five foot one. Um, other than that, I'm enjoying Drag Race currently. I'm enjoying the Drag Race franchise currently. Also, RuPaul deleted all of his social media yesterday and people are like, what is happening? Is RuPaul getting canceled? Well, he's been canceled multiple times um, for various legitimate reasons. But frick frack paddywhack, give a dog a bone. RuPaul's taking his I broke ass that. home. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, first, first, I'm going to say I am overwhelmed at the amount of drag race to watch. I think that's why I'm not watching it. And I totally get that. I totally I miss understand. season 12. And I hear these are some of the best seasons that are happening. But I missed season 12 because I was like kind of coming down from the whatever happened before season 12. Right. And I never watched season 12 either. And I'll watch it eventually. But I skipped it because I was like still in drag race fatigue mode. And then it was like immediately all stars. And then during all stars. Drag Race Canada, and it's just like one after the other after you, the other, hitting you and hit. Yes, and I just I need a. I'll get to him eventually. Right, no pressure. I, I feel like there's one saving grace about the coronavirus is it stopped all Drag Race production for the summer. Like no Drag Race production is gonna, no Drag Race is gonna be filmed this summer. And I'm like, I feel like they should have spaced it out better then. Right, they Space should have this because you're not gonna have nothing next year. Yeah, but they they were cranking it out so much. It's like y'all maybe they wished. You know, everyone who had Drag Race fatigue wished coronavirus into existence because they were like, we need a break. We need a fucking break. And then God was like, OK, I'll give you a pandemic and that'll cause Drag Race to cease filming for a year. Wow. We love a conspiracy theory involving mm-hmm. the gays and God, honey. Honey, gays we and God. <laughs> Spe- speaking of God, have you seen Britney Spears on TikTok? So I saw one of her TikToks today where she was talking about a bouquet and then she just kept walking and posing in front of the camera for what felt like five minutes. It was incredible. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I She looked happy, I guess. I want whatever she was she's posing on. posing to a song. She was, the flowers were pretty. You know, well, do your thing. If, so, that's, if that's the content you want to make, Britney Spears, she's just putting, pop up. She's just putting happy content into the world. To give anyone um, a little uh, TLDR, the TikTok was, t- like, the description of the TikTok was her being like, oh, I just got, like, I'm, th- I got this bouquet from my florist, and it's beautiful, and I wanted to show it off. Then you, that, that's the description. Then you watch the video, and she has the bouquet in her hands for probably about three seconds. And then the other three minutes are her just, like, posing without the bouquet. She shows the flowers she, she for about three seconds. Camera, she walks off camera, back on camera, poses, 
walks off the other side, walks back on, poses. All without the bouquet. The bouquet is shown for a total of three seconds. I love it. If that's what Britney wants to do, she has ascended. I just hate TikTok, though. I just don't. I'm just like, Britney, they're hacking your phone. They're going to hack your phone, sis. Don't have TikTok. I don't trust it. So I'll probably, which means I'll probably get it. Yeah, I mean, every, I mean, everyone else is stealing your information anyway. Might as well have the Chinese government have it too. You know, why not? It is so weird how much info we have on like what TikTok the app does. Right, like people we can still see don't what, care. Yeah, they don't care. The real fascinating part is how many people don't care. And right. it's because we think all of our apps are doing that anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? We just assume that everything on our phone is sending data. And it is. To someone else talking, like telling it about everything we do, what's on our phone, what we do with our life. Yeah. We f- and it's like when you really get to the root of like what someone could do with that, it is terrifying. The amount of data these companies have on the you. The amount of like blackmail that, I don't know, the government could do to you if you were like going for a job or conspiracies. I mean, you think it's not going to affect you, but like it's going to affect you someday. Right. These There's TikTok teens potential. don't. I mean, it's it's because that like we don't realize the amount that we're like, that's what people don't understand. It's like, why is an app free on the app store, whether it's iOS or Android? Why is this service free? Well, it's not free because you're using their service um, or they're giving you a service and you're repaying with your information. That's what you're paying. Instead of giving them a dollar, instead of giving them money, you're giving them personal information about themselves, about yourselves that they can harvest and sell to third parties and advertising companies. That's how free services like Twitter, like Instagram, like Facebook, that's how they all stay up and running. That's how TikTok stays up and running. It's they harvest your information and sell it. That's what it's it isn't free. It isn't completely free. You are giving something up and it's your privacy. That's what happens in these sort of scenarios. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a hypocrite for not wanting TikTok, but still having, you know. Oh, yeah, honey. Instagram like, and Twitter. Like, and Twitter whatnot. all the time. It's that there's just like a there's a there's a there's a foreign government layer to TikTok. <laughs> there's a different layer. You know what I mean? Than usual. Let's, you know, let's uh, address the foreign government in the room. Right. You know. Yeah. And it's, so that's where it gets, you know, complicated, which I surely I don't know who's taking my shit from Twitter or Instagram either. It right. But it's it's good to take Russia, a moment to step to step back and be like, OK, let's you know, I, even though I'm using all these services, let me just think about they are taking all this information from me. And am I going to continue using this? Yes or no? Probably yes, because I enjoy it. But it's good to just realize it's good to just, you know, reaffirm the fact like, OK, let me just take five seconds to think about this, you know, and then you can move on and have Twitter continue to harvest your info or TikTok or whatever. But sure. I'll anyways, probably get TikTok. Right, girl, pop off. All the all the, the, the Zoomers. <laughs> I don't know what I would it. do on it. I don't feel like I have that level of creativity. Right. A lot of TikTok involves music, which you hate. So it's true. There are always like songs. And right. that's another layer of why I hate it. It's right. Just lots, too much of, music. lots of white girls lip syncing. It's too much music. I hooked up with a guy for a long time who like really loved TikTok and would show me a bunch of TikToks and I hated it. So that's why we, had, you know, don't hook up anymore. Anyway, should People we move just on? Send friends TikToks now. Anyway, that's all I got to say. Wow. What are we moving on to? Our favorite things? Yeah, let's move on to our favorite things. Let's just do it. These are a few of our favorite things. Um. So do you have a good one this week? Uh, I have a good one every week. Wasn't, uh, excuse me, what was <laughs> yours last week? Probably a rice cooker. Oh, mine was like, get rid of Andrew Jackson. Yeah, yours was so bad we didn't include it in the episode. Like app in the in the notes, you were just like, just make it still oh, roasted Brussels sprouts like, and nothing you cut else. My, you you cut my rant out, <laughs> H- honey. I I don't include you in any podcast episode. <laughs> I cut you, you out just completely. Delete delete the file, the audio files I send you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, so you know I'm on Stadia. I love Stadia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing Destiny Two on Stadia, which oh, honestly. Yeah. So Destiny 2, the way it works is there are separate servers for each console, of course. They're thinking about cross-play. But right now, you play on Stadia, you're only with Stadia people. Which so means it's you like and with, three other people. It's you and, like, a dozen people. Right. And it's, most of the places are well-populated. Like, because there's, because the map is not super huge, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but they there's an MMORPG on Stadia as well. One you might have heard of, uh, 
Elder Scrolls Online, which I like to call Skyrim Internet version. Is and it, oh, is, is, was Skyrim not online to begin with? Are those two totally different games? One that's online and one that's not? Yeah, Skyrim is a solo game. You're not with other people in the world. Did you not but, know that? Did but, you think those NPCs were real? No, but I, me- I meant like they aren't included on the same game. Like there wasn't just like a no. multiplayer option. Elder Scrolls Online is what Final Fantasy XIV is. It's an MMORPG completely online Separate game, has its own DLC, expansion packs. You can unlock different regions, different wow. bosses, whatnot. Interesting. Um, and it on Stadia, it feeds off of, it connects to the PC and Mac servers. Oh, so, so it is cross-platform. You, you come built in with a massive, like millions of people audience. Um, and you can also download it. Like it was on sale for like seven or eight dollars on Steam too. Yeah, so I went ahead and I summer Steam sale. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, So I bought it on Steam, too. And you can, like, play your character on PC version or you can play it on Stadia. Like Nice. Can... So, like, the it, your your saves are, like, online. And so it doesn't right. matter what, what platform you're playing on. That's always nice. I really enjoy that. Right. There's no cross-play with, like, PlayStation and Xbox. But, but like, honestly, all the different PC versions are right. in the same I would environment. Assume, I would assume PC would be the biggest version and mm-hmm. runs to the PC servers. So I've been playing it. All the time, everywhere. Can you name your character? Oh, yeah. My character is named Laura Vanderboo. Okay, my, so just, just the classic. My, my Monster High and Sim series. Wow, beautiful. Um, She's a sorcerer. Mm-hmm. I think I'm only like level 18. I keep running into people who are like level 300 and something, and I'm like, sis, this ain't it. <laughs> sis, please just let me pass. That ain't it, sis. Just trying to walk around you. Well, it's always nice um, to like be immersed in an environment with a bunch of other people. So you have a bunch of yeah. options for people that can hate crime you. And Justin's playing it. Oh my God. Nothing is. Yeah. I, mean, it's, I feel like, I feel like couples bonding via playing video games together is something I wish I could have, but I'm sad and lonely. So I can't have that. So I always appreciate couples to play video games together. I think it's really cute. I mean, you can just have, fr- you know, regular friends you play games with too, which I, is also nice. Yeah, allegedly. I've never, I don't understand that. I might have to try it one day. Who knows? Um, well, it's fun. If you ever, mm-hmm. it's literally, it is Skyrim. It feels just like Skyrim. It's, I'm pretty sure it's the same engine. It is, but there's like infinite quests. There right. are so, like the huge land world. size is huge, massive. Um, And it's just, it kind of blows Destiny 2 out of the water for me. So, and it's been around for years, you know. It's like Skyrim. But online. Huge player base. It is. You could Skyrim's say. Skyrim's included in some DLC, I think. Or like a version of Skyrim. And did you say it was like eight bucks on Steam right now? I think so. Yeah. When I bought it last week. I might have to get it then. Because like eight bucks ain't nothing. No, it's fun. And it's free to play. You know what I, you know what I did? You know what I bought on Steam? What? I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I bought the Halo Master Chief collection because I wanted oh, yeah. to reminisce about me pretending to be straight in middle school with all my bro friends on their, my friend's Xbox 360. So I've been playing through the original Halo in their like updated engine or whatever. I'm like, girl, that, that game's like 30 fucking years old. It's crazy. But I've been having fun with that. That's been fun. You love it? I wouldn't say I love it, but I feel like I'm, I am enjoying it. Because there's like- You playing with people online? I haven't played any of the multiplayer. I'm just doing campaign stuff right now because oh, I'm like okay. getting used to all the all the shit. But like I only played the campaign of Halo 1. I played Halo 3 multiplayer with friends, but like the only campaign I ever played was the original Halo because I had it on mm. PC back in the day. But all the other games were like only for Xbox and I didn't have an Xbox. I only had friends with Xboxes because I was gay. So I only have Nintendo consoles, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to play through all of like the the campaigns because like all of them are getting released on on this like Halo Master Chief collection. It's just like, it's it's staggered. So only like Halo Reach, the original Halo and Halo 2, I think are the only ones that are currently released. But like, as soon as they get it released, you like have access to them. Anyway, that's been fun for me. I've been playing that. But um, I've never played a Skyrim game. Maybe I should jump in. Because like Steam sale, like these games are cheap. Maybe I should, maybe I should just pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. I just love character creators. Right. That's always the f- most fun part, making your character super ugly. I love that. Right. Well, Laura Vanderboo is glamour, but Oh yeah, I'm sure she's the prettiest sorceress that, in the land. Fine. She is snatched. I accidentally made her bald, though. Which is there's nothing wrong with that. Wow, but, bald sis. 
Laura Vanderboo in my Monster High and Sim series has like long black hair. And mm. I had taken it off of her head so I could see her earrings, tattoos, stuff like that, get those how I wanted them. Wow, wig. And by the time I had got those right, I forgot her hair was still gone. Saved her, honey. And you have to like pay to change that. Girl. Girl, you know I did. I needed to yeah. get her, yeah. her, her flowing long black hair. Had to do it. Well, I'm glad they got some money out of you. They did. They I, and I was like, you know what? It's it's free on Stadia Pro already. Mm-hmm. So I already had it on Stadia Pro. Well, look but, at you. Oh, my God. I can't wait for you to be like a level 350 sorceress. I can't wait either. It's going to be a hoot. Well, keep me posted. Maybe I'll buy Skyrim online and then you can kill me online. Sure. You know, because I know it's what you want to do. Sure. Well, good favorite. Well, thing. What's your favorite thing? Um, my favorite thing this week is a documentary on Netflix that I watched. It was something that I saw um, a preview for and I saw people chattering about it a couple weeks ago and then it came out on actually it came out, you know, probably two weeks ago, but I probably heard about it at the beginning of June. It's called Disclosure. Um, and I really enjoyed it. It's a documentary kind of analyzing um, representation and lack of representation of trans people in film in Hollywood specifically. And so it's just it's a docu it's a documentary just kind of giving a a an interesting kind of oral history of trans people in media. And um, it's like all I think every person that's interviewed in this film is trans. And it's just it's very it was very interesting and very well put together. There's a clip online of I think her name is Jen Richards. Yeah, Jen Richards talking about the the trans experience and like hyper the the hyper femininity. Um what's the word critique the hyper femininity critique of trans women and like when people are like oh like you're um you're perpetuating this like hyper feminine stereotype of like what men think women should be and jen richards kind of goes through that archetype in this scene and it's been going around on twitter because it, it was really interesting and she has a really good argument for that um and that's from this documentary, Disclosure. So it's on Netflix. Um, Jen Richards is in it. Laverne Cox is in it. A lot of people um, are are interviewed. I know Zeke Smith is in it. Um, and they, they are like acting. Like these are these are people getting interviewed about like you know their roles in trans cinema and trans media. Um, MJ Rodriguez from Pose is interviewed. Angelica Ross. I love Angelica Ross so much. Um, she's also interviewed there. Candace Kane, legend. Um, yeah, so it's it's even it, it's really interesting. Lily Wachowski. A lot of trans people are interviewed in this, and it's it's it was really really good, and it was really eye opening, and I thought it was really well done. So if you have Netflix and you want to take, I don't remember how long it was, probably an hour and a half, um, and you kind of want to get a little lesson in trans people and their history in media. I would recommend Disclosure on Netflix, even though it's not Pride season anymore. Like, you know, protect trans people, especially trans women of color or trans people of color. So Disclosure on Netflix, a good trans history lesson. Um, Totally recommend. It was really good and really eye opening. So I would recommend it a lot. So there you go. Cool. I'll have to add it to my list on Netflix. yeah, it's on Netflix. Add it to your list. Um, yeah, so it's 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 good. It was just it was really um, really well put together timeline wise, and it had a really it had a lot of really good information that I didn't know um, about in terms of of trans people in media, and especially like trans people in early media, like back in like the fifties and forties, and like when film was was first being developed as a medium there were trans people involved and like people presenting themselves as non-binary etc and just kind of analyzing that part of things it's essentially the the um the tagline of the documentary is that trans people have always been here trans people have always been involved in media um but they're always pushed to the sidelines um and just kind of uncovering um trans people from old media Anyways, it's really good. Totally would recommend. It's on Netflix. It's called Disclosure. And it came out just a couple weeks ago. So check it out. Highly recommend. Cool. Good favorite thing. Yes, you too. Oh my God. And now I just I just want to watch these cheese videos again from Liz Thorpe on Epicurious. Probably I what just I'm gonna want do. that. I want that to be my hair. 
I want to be that smart about cheese, and I want that to be my hair. And she, she's just so likable, too. And she's, well, she's so well-informed. So yeah, she's just, she knows her shit. You, she knows like, her cheese, girl. She knows her shit, and she knows how to explain it. And, honey, I'm a cheese expert now. What right. can I say? That's that's the tea, sis. Pop off. I know nothing about cheese. Uh, well, you enjoy cheese, and that's all that matters. Well, um, good cheese of the week, some favorite things. Yeah, good um, job. And Look at us. I, I guess that's all for this episode, right? Yep. Joe and I are yep. going to go to the bathroom. And, yeah, uh, I'm probably going to go poop. But uh, yep. thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with a regular episode. And also next week, we will have a bonus episode for the Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at the show SamandJoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew G. Ashley E. Ben B. Barat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte A. Chris. Chris C. Chris K. Daisha M. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Devoy C. Emily H. Erica V. Feliciano D. James P. Javier. Johnny B. Joshua R. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne J. Maurice W. Nick I. Nikki Q. Rachel. Rose G. Scott A. Tristan T. Vault D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The Show. show.